איך אומרים? ציפ? All the time. היי, welcome everybody, ציפ. היי. נועם שוסטר. אני כל פעם מגיבה כאילו שאני רואה את סילי פעם הראשונה ואת האורח פעם הראשונה. We speak English. Oh, I always behave as if it's the first time I see Silly ever, and of course our guest, but it's not true. I know Silly. Noam Schuster, stand up nice. for me. Yeah. Yes. Refresh. How are you, Noam? I'm good. I'm happy to see you. Finally, we recorded episode with you. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Noam is an exceptional uh, stand-up comic. She grew up in Neve Shalom, which is, which is a, a community that Jews and Arabs uh, live equally. You were born there? I was born in Jerusalem and my parents moved there when I was seven. Two minutes, yeah. yeah. And she's fluent in Hebrew, Arabic, and English. What about Yiddish? And uh, I'm working on Yiddish. Yiddish all the time. Because to revive the language, to keep it. To keep it. And every year when we do in, uh, in my center, in the Leon China Resolution Center, a peace simulation, we always bring people... Uh, grown-up people to speak uh, to the kids before the simulation, to influence, to support, to show them the way. And Noam came, and she was dancing around between Hebrew, English, and Arabic, and everybody were like, Whoa. you know, and the yeah. way she spoke about reality, nobody speaks about the reality the way she is, and she's allowed because she grew up in all the realities, <laughs> and it's it's good that you're wearing pink today, so at least right? something optimistic with all this. Matches your, ma- it matches your glasses. My glasses. You know, I want to start with something really off a little bit. You know that uh, researchers... So that kids from a kibbutz don't get married together. I mean, there are no... What do you mean? Many from the same class. They don't. They, it's like siblings. They cannot really... Are married each other. Each other, you know. So yeah. they have marriages in Neve Shalom between Arab and Jewish girls. So Arab or... It's so funny that this is your first uh, yes. question. Because I, sure, I always... I always get this I always get this question and a question about the army always about like when people ask oh, me about the community I grew I am up in. very very common regular you know <laughs> of the way a young and woman she's always worried about uh, matchmaking yes and love yeah so, yeah, so love so, so yalla I'm, I'm, I'm single now it's it's your time oh, what I, wait a minute wait I have a 32 what years old son who is looking for somebody really nice she's really? my wife Oh, your height. She's my height. She also? We She's already had height. one today. Yeah. Today is the tall ladies' so day. So I am the tall midget. <laughs> every day, every day is the tall ladies' day. Every day. Oh, my yeah. God. So what? I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind if a man is shorter than me, honestly. It's okay. Especially if he's nice. I know. I was there too. No, but you know, Tom Cruise don't care to be shorter. But who wants to be with Tom Cruise? <laughs> well, you'll be surprised. <laughs> but... But I want to say that uh, I'll, I'll answer your question in a second. Right. Performing in front of young people, it's my favorite. And performing in front of a mixed young audience crowd is the best. And your audience, the audience is so unique because I can, you know, change. We're talking about the student of Emmys, the international school at the, at the, the crowd. Which is? And they are 
amazing kids from okay. all over the world and they're very special children children okay. yeah well, adults already yeah. you know no, they're kids. Really, they're kids. like this is this is what i do it for seriously it's really 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 incredible anyways do we marry each other no there is one couple that got married after like uh, growing up together and the boy is also a bit older than the girl so they weren't in the same class but yeah it's very similar like we all grew up together it's a small village and you know uh, a lot of people ask me this question because they say oh do jews marry the arabs do arabs marry jews you know is there like a uh, assimilation but you know it's really they're like siblings they become siblings never mind if the arab jew no, but they, they become siblings the, here it's jewish and arab yeah so i think it's so jews married jews arabs married arabs and and there is like statistically the percentage of people intermarry like arabs and jews is very low and also same in the community there isn't anything exceptional oh okay now when you perform everywhere like to all kind of uh, audiences do you need to explain them where you come from why do you talk the way you talk why you present things the way you present or they just uh, take it as it is no that but that's what i do my comedy about my explaining is through the stories and through the you know through the performances i explain the the complex and surreal reality that i grew up in so uh you know it's a uh, I used to work in the UN, so it was a lot of lecturing and analytical thoughts and a lot of uh, uh, kind of giving my, you know, reports about the political situation. And then I would also talk about my personal story. But now I don't need to do explaining right. uh, for comedy. The best is a mess. And because I grew up in chaos and a mess and speaking in Arabic and, you know, being a daughter of an Iranian Jewish mother and so everyone is was thinking in my childhood that i'm arab and i'm zigzagging between hebrew and arabic just like you saw me in the performance that as itself is the confusion and the messiness that i bring uh you know in my craft in my in my performance where, you, where do you go with me to, to uh, you get your materials oh. for your standby Stand, you know yeah of course life but the question is what kind of subject matters i go away backwards to my childhood and all and everything that happened throughout my life and also I go out the door <laughs> okay it's it's you know every time I leave the house things happen to me all the time and sometimes I look at God and I tell God like stop I have material Thank for God me. can you imagine stop. how it would be boring for you to get out of the house that nothing would take place I know, I know, but it, yes. can you give me an example what what things are still astonishing to you? Oh um, astonishing that you no, are I mean surprised or affected no. or engaged or if or afraid or what yeah. things it's like um you know, the highlights of what happened to you when you go out? Well, first of all, I think. The, the 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 reality here is a comedy that just I, I just need to write down what's happening like nothing really extraordinary needs to happen because the reality here is like a parody you know especially now with the new government and especially everything that's happening 
the funny thing is that a day after elections, a day after this government was elected, my phone didn't stop ringing. I have so much work now. It's a great time for satire and for comedy. <laughs> um, and, so you know, you can, and you can uh, laugh about it. Because it's so sad. What can you do? Yeah, I mean, it's. Um, I, I think that the dangerous part is that we're getting used to things that are very, very, very dangerous, right? Um, but the my hat as a comedian and kind of uh, observing this also from the from the outside and then bringing it to the attention of people in a in a way that is funny, you know. For ex I'll, I'll give you an example. I was in a Ichilov uh, hospital. Oh. I went to freeze my eggs. I went oh, to do. Oh, congratulations! Yeah. Thank Wait. you. A very empowering Smart process. Move. Maybe for my son. Smart I'm move. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for your son, um, we won't need to use the frozen eggs. Maybe we'll just use the natural ones. Yeah, <laughs> looking for a way to stretch the family and to make everybody taller. With my jeans, uh, with my jeans, your grand uh, uh, children. Oh, my grandchildren. No, grandkids, right, right, yeah. right. Will be tall, maybe. Wait, but what does he do? <laughs> oh, he's a programmer. Ooh, high tech. Uh, high tech. He lives in Brooklyn, though, but he comes here. Twice a year. Okay. Okay, and I like Brooklyn. Where in Brooklyn? Uh, in an up-and-coming neighborhood <laughs> near Prospect Park. The other side. No. There are two sides to Prospect Park. I was on the south side of Prospect Park for I one month. I don't know south home west. I don't know south home west and even not here. But luckily, I have the sea. I know it's west. Yeah. yeah. But it's a very nice neighborhood. He likes it because... There is a lot of Caribbean people from the Caribbean, and he yeah, really likes them. He thinks that's a very authentic. He really loved them. I was there for exactly where you're saying. I was there for a whole month in Amazing. October. I should, have, yes. I should have seen your son. I should have met him then. Well, tell me when you come to New York. Are we going to? But talk you know, but you know, it comes, me, my son. It comes with Tippy. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Which well, means to, you have to be Jewish. Which you are. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you have, have to, to be you have resilient. To be, yeah, you have to like hugs and attention. Hugs? Yeah, and attention. Do I look like someone who doesn't like hugs? Yes, you don't. You, that, so therefore I told you, he, he will see this, he will kill me. But that's okay. I can use okay. it to stand up, right? Yeah, send me a picture after. So uh, okay, we'll I see will do it. I will do it. Okay. No, I great. want to ask you something. Wait, wait. But I was I was in the middle of telling you I went to freeze my eggs in Ichilov. Oh. Yeah, right, 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 right. And and as a woman here in Israel, never in my life have the doors been wide open. Like, oh, you want wow. to freeze your eggs? Please come in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Everything so welcoming and so easy. And the nurse, uh, ultra-Orthodox nurse, religious, she came to me and she's like, no, I'm so happy that you want to freeze your eggs. You know, you're at the age of 35. This is exactly the time you Don't need tell to your age. Shut up. You stop it. Don't tell your wow. age. You look 28. Why? It's very young, 35. It's, it's very young, 35. So she tells me... Um, Every Jewish woman needs to do it to preserve the continuation of yes. the Jewish people. I agree with and then that. she looks at my papers and she said, oh, and the most wonderful doctor is freezing your eggs is Dr. Fuad Azem. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's like the Palestinian so doctor. Stand up. Reality, <laughs> that's what you said. Reality is 
So I don't need to, to 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 invent anything. I'm just observing what is happening and it's the best. But you know, there it always feels that when you go out there, every situation that you face, it's like you have two existence at the same yeah. time because you can accept it like an Israeli and an uh, Arab and you know how to handle it and then you deliver whatever and do you see every situation let's say you get up in the morning all the shit that they we have now that is going on can do you think in a dual way like one way like this one way like that how they would accept it how it's going to influence Yeah, I think the biggest gift that my parents gave me by raising me in a bicultural, bi-national, bilingual, you know, community, you know, sometimes I complain to my parents. I tell them, couldn't you just raise me in Tel Aviv by the beach, you know, without all these complications? Oh, square Dizengoff. <laughs> yeah, but, but truly, truly, the, the gift that I was given is to have this, like, wide kind of shot because... Whenever anything happens, I know that there is more than one narrative and I know that there is more than one story. And I know that when we celebrate Independence Day as Israelis, the Palestinians have the, the complete opposite experience of losing everything of their catastrophe. And the, my experience is that one doesn't have to come on the expense of the other, right? Well. But... Also, you know, I can't deny the fact that at the end of the day, my name is Noam Schuster. So I have the privilege of a name of an Ashkenazi man. It's a lot of right. privilege. Yeah, wow. Right? Maybe I don't look like Noam Schuster, you know, like a professor from MIT, like, uh, you know, but at the end of the day, the power, you know, the power dynamics. So my, th- my sympathy and my knowledge and my experience, I can really, really, really like see everyone and feel everyone. And I also have the language. So when I speak to Palestinian women, I don't like shukran, marhaba, kif khalak. It's not like, you know, the basic kind of leftist uh, Arabic. It's a true, um, you know, equal level eye to eye conversation. And that's again- But the fact that they gave you the knowledge, each side really became, they got the knowledge of each other and then you can acknowledge That for us, it was a great thing, the independent, but for them, it was a catastrophe, and you can at least acknowledge it. And if exactly. we, if, if that would be the reality, maybe a lot of uh, conflict, a lot of the conflict will be dissolved. Just the acknowledgement. Yeah, but now you're dealing with people that are uh, denying right. that, uh, that we took over and we control other people. So the occupation... They said there is no occupation, uh, everything is okay. But it's, you have to fight narr- narratives also, which is actually not false, but not not being able to um, admit reality. Like we still say all the Arabs want us to throw us to the sea. This is not true. This is a false narrative that all the Arabs want, you know? So all this falsehood about each other It's very hard now to go and clean it. And you grew up when you people made you clean it, you know, the whole stereotypes, you know, of all yeah. your, you and your peers. Yeah, I mean, I, there, are, there are not going to be easy solutions, you know, especially now. 
Um, but but there is like a different thing happening now, I think, which is something that I personally never really experienced before, where most of my Palestinian friends, most of, you know, you know, Arabs around me, they're saying we're out of the game. This is this has gone out of hand. We were never really in the game. Like we were trying to play this, like maybe we can yeah. influence from within, maybe we can in influence the democracy, you know. But now it's 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 you it's it's you guys. And this is something that I I I I'm learning now since the last elections. I'm learning now how to deal with it. Because it was always it was always very clear to me, you know, we're in this struggle together. I'm fighting with my, you know, Palestinian peers, with my friends, with all the liberals who want to join us, you know. But now I, I'm I'm you know the demonstration that happened here on Saturday in Tel Aviv. Only like twenty to thirty thousand people went out to the streets, right? Right. And they didn't the come for what you're talking about. They didn't come because of the Israeli Arabs. Exactly. Exactly. Actually, they don't good. care about the most of them. Sorry. Exactly. To say. Well, a few we of the say that now that we have the new government, the what considered to be the left side of the map, uh, is uh, demonstrating against the decisions that. Uh, the right-wing orthodox government is making all the time so but there are many fronts to the to the problems because it's not only jewish arabs it's not only orthodox non-orthodox there are so many fronts no right now together. we have to concentrate you know this is yeah. really hard to say but i feel that we we can pause for a minute with the issues of israeli arabs palestinians yeah. uh, occupation and we have to start to solve and not letting burn the house. If you don't have a house, you cannot do anything. And now yeah. burning the house. We, 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 no, she's a stand-up. And we are so serious with her. You know, yesterday, no. yesterday I yeah. went to, to the east side of Jerusalem, to the market. Oh, you did? And uh, I was so... It was it, it was in, sad in a way, because years ago, when, uh, when we, uh, we took over the eastern part of Jerusalem on 67, and then everybody went to see the market. Everything was very authentic, Arabic, beautiful stuff. Now it's all, all the merchandise are for the Jews. It's in Hebrew, yeah. it's with the Magen David, the Star of David. Uh, it's for the Orthodox uh, Jews. I was not there for and years, oh my God. It, I felt so bad because they lose, they have to survive. They, you know, the sure. customers are mainly Jews and it's not right. It's not right. right. It's not right. It's pity. Very pity. I didn't. I, I didn't go there for yeah. years, you know. And I. I wasn't there for years, and it was like. But you, they think you are Swedish. No. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you're you're Arabic, and she's uh, Jewish and uh, Swedish, and that's it. So you are safe. It's a safe place for you. But you know, you don't mind me talking so serious with you because no, I, uh, I, I mean, everything here is serious. Also, what I take my material from is serious. Oh, it's okay. serious. It, it's I, I, I just, yeah, I just feel like I, I am, I am, uh, I think I'm a little bit in denial from what's happening, and I think I'm also very, very scared, and I'm kind of afraid to feel it because it's very, very, very scary. And what, what what I'm scared of is, of course, you know, the obvious. But I'm also scared from the fact that out of these three thousand uh, thirty thousand people who took it to the streets in Tel Aviv, 
not many of them would like to see a Palestinian flag in a demonstration. And I'm not what saying, said. yeah, true. And I'm not saying that, you know, it's a must, but, you know, when we're, when we're, you know, when we're facing, when we're facing such, you know, tremendous issues and the most popular activists in the social movement in Israel, liberal, Democrats, don't understand that the core of the problems have to do also with the conflict with Palestinians. That is like the but core. People didn't came to demonstration for that. What can you do? Yeah. They came to demonstrate for something else, for what's happening now. You know, trying to kill the, the Supreme Court, trying to kill uh, every art that actually is not the culture. for Israel, you know, the cultural war, uh, the police. Uh, so, you know, people even, in, what you want to say, enlightened or the, the left, they, came, they were not prepared for that. So therefore, this reaction. And by the way, the result is now amazing. You cannot have a Palestinian flag all over Israel in yeah. a public place. Yeah. Look yeah. what's happening. It's crazy. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I had this little fantasy that like thousands of people maybe will go go out to demonstrate with the, there will be too many flags. and Or, or someone um, uh, mentioned on Twitter something really funny because you know, the Jordanian flag or the UAE flag or the Sudan flag, it's very similar to the Palestinian flag, so they can just, like, wave these flags. With everybody, yeah. Troll, right. police, kind of. Yeah, so there, are, there is a lot of creativity also coming out. And I see a lot of artists and a lot of cultural, you know, people from, you know, the cultural also, sphere, yeah. uh, musicians and actors that have never seen them speak about anything political. And suddenly they're, you know, they're talking about these issues and I'm like, wow. It's touching everybody on every level, yeah. on every level and on every front uh, because uh, they're going to, I mean, they are not going to, they are changing everything. And it, you can't, you can't function because everybody in the arts will be limited or they won't be able to, to do whatever they need to do. Um, yeah. so whoever really, decides, you cannot ignore yeah. it. You cannot ignore it. But yeah. whoever you know does now, you know, um, ask this film uh, that Vaxman did. I think it is no, not Danny Vaxman, David Vaxman. Yeah. Um, they just want the money back. They supported the, the documentary, and now they want the but money tell back. Tell them about the whole thing. The, the film, the documentary, tells the story of kids, young kids, like. Not Four 18, teenagers, you know, like yeah, who are uh, caught, you know, and and being arrested in the West Bank. They were they throwing stones. They were throwing stones, stones and they were demonstrating. So they were, yeah. But the way, you know, the way they are uh, being caught, you know, caught and the way it was handled. Let's say, was... let's say, but this is a reality. I mean, you yeah. cannot. I mean, it's not the inventing it. The only problem they didn't see the film. I didn't see the film. It has, if it is, it's a true documentary and it's showing, you know, what's happened there in the streets with those kids and really go into and dive in also about why they're doing it, what's happening. Yeah. So then you go and you just say, don't deal with it. Shut your eyes. The, it doesn't the exist. The thing is that it was covered by, uh, the director was supported by the government. Yeah. So now the government says we don't want anybody to support that kind of movie right. so they can do the film but you can, yes and give us back the money that's the thing now um 
so although I didn't see the film, but I do know the producer, for example. And I know that he is a true documentarist. He understands the difference between documentary and propaganda, propaganda. which is one-sided. He's a man who really died into the complexity of the situation. I will see the film, obviously. But to go without even seeing the film, now, this is very dangerous. Like like I already told it, you know, we did the film about a friendship between a Jewish Israeli and an Israeli Arab, right? So, of course, I have to think about what the, the woman, the Israeli Arab, faces, and that's against Israel. So yeah. they can bend it. I mean, they cannot ask me back my money. But... The bottom line is that the, the new government says that they are the rulers, and they'll set the rules, and everything that is not the way they like, it's against Israel, and everybody is a traitor and shouldn't be shown. Um we all know what it means. So my question so, is, is it possible to do stand-up? Let's say about this topic. For now, is yes. Difficult? For now, yes. Who no, knows? no, no, I don't speak about, I don't speak about allowing. I say, yeah. I, I mean, um, you know, how far can you stretch it to, to the direction of stand-up, let's say with this film, you know, yeah, I, I, it's difficult. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answers now because everything. Yeah, I. Wow. Um, yeah, I just, I just put put in no, few. That's why I asked be... you. That's why I asked you where your son is in uh, New York because I'm seriously considering that maybe I won't be able to do what I want from here. And I want and, him to come here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know um, what you say. Why I want you to come here? Because I think that each one of us has to fight and be here. You know, I feel very bad that I'm six months there and six months here. I think we should all be here and see what each one of us can do. You know, that's I always say that uh, our side of the people, they think about being outside of Israel. The government that is in control now, they will never think this way. This yeah. is their place and they'll do whatever they want and they'll make sure it takes place. We don't do that because we are. We would like everybody to to think freely, to do freely. To we would like. I don't see alternative living someplace no. else. You yeah. would like everyone to live here the way we do. Like we would like everyone to have a good life. We don't want to be superior to anyone else. Right. Right. And if you walk around thinking that you know I deserve better because I own this land and it's no, it's uh, it's actually it's it's not what Judaism is about, anyways. Anyway, but you know, but I ask you this because I I have a feeling that it's such it became something so fast and so yeah. harsh and so extreme that it might take time, like you for a stand-up woman, you know, whatever. It will take time to clear it and see, find some kind of a clearance, you know, like a path. But it's not, it's not out go. of nowhere. It's, it's, it's not out of nowhere. It's a it's process. there for a long time. It but just got bigger. No, but we didn't. Uh, you didn't want to see. No. It's like even now people say, we hope it will be fine. We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, the, don't no. talk yet because see, maybe they will be okay. But maybe they're just talking. Just like. For now, I am going, I'm continuing with what I'm doing with maybe a little bit of extra cautious, but yes, the, chance you down. Me, 
yeah, but the chance for me to like shut myself down or shut up or not do something, it's never going to happen. The question is, you know, what the response, you know, will be. And it's not just me who is worried, like my LGBTQ friends and my Palestinian friends, of course, women in the industry also, you know, um, there's just not going to be a lot of freedom. But on the other hand, whenever there is, you know, uh, a power coming, there's always a counter, you know, a counter movement, a counter struggle. So as I said, my phone hasn't stopped ringing since the, so there is also a waking up of people who are like, okay, 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 okay. We need, you know, we need this comedian who is speaking to a mixed audience, who's speaking to Jews and Arabs. We need right. this kind of- you know, Did you get cancellations or not yet? No, no I'm, I'm telling you the opposite. The oh, opposite. They want her everywhere. Right. Oh, not encouragement. They want her to come and talk to everybody. Yeah, that's encouragement. It's, it's not everywhere. It's just the places who were sure. once maybe the a little bit yeah. They're now like, okay, we know, we, you know, we know we need it. And also, I would say to your question that I still don't know. Like we, w- the 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 chaser um, uh, uh, the, yeah, the, the lack of the, on the, I mean, the, it's it's like nothing is clear. Nothing it's is certain. So certain. cannot be clear. The only clear thing is that it's going in the wrong way and in a very bad way and very quick. Yeah. But it's and very I'm, unclear all the time. Right. And this uncertainty can drive you crazy because I'm like, okay, am I overreacting? Do I need no. to find a place to hide the, my Palestinian friends soon no. somewhere in my house? Or is it... Um, so... I, you know, we still don't know what's coming. Right. And, you know, most of my projects now that are in development are with, uh, you know, Khan 11, which is the main broadcasting channel of Israel. And there are threats yes. that they're going to shut down this channel, which is the right. most quality, you know, channel yes. we have. Because it does the channel. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I was there for meetings like two days ago and stuff, and I'm sitting in front of people who were supposed to take decisions for my project. And I'm like, I'm I'm really asking myself in three years, can I sit here and still work on this? I, I, right. I much don't know. less, much, much less. But maybe if maybe person. maybe if they are becoming private and they will go to commercials, maybe they will not give up. But tell me something: How men accept a female comedian you know, stand-up? I'm sure oh, you were asked about it, but you know, I yeah. want I wonder because there are not many of you guys. It's yeah, you, right. it's there are not many, not many, she, many. And, and, and what's her name, Abu Av, and Ashkenazi, Adi Ashkenazi, and uh, yeah, like six or seven, but there are many, yeah. many more men. Um, some men, I mean, it's not all men are the same, <laughs> which sounds like a joke. Well, they, but... they, some of them pretend they're different. Yeah, uh, I think to a lot of men, it's very intimidating, you know, a funny, charismatic, full of confidence woman. But to a lot of men, uh, it's very appealing. Now, my job is to start being attracted more to those who find it appealing. (laughs) Right. Right. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) But but then uh, in a relationship, when there is maybe even a small conflict, and you take a twist on it, uh, sometimes it's not really pleasant for the other side. You know what I a mean? Twist, yeah, a, I'm twist, about a twist or joking or, you know, flip it. Uh, yeah, I call it a twist. 
I think, to be honest, when I'm in a relationship, I try, when I'm home, I try to be myself and not bring like the stage and the performance and the joke, you know, I mean, joking and being fun and funny. It's, it's, it's also part of who I am. But when I'm in love with someone, when I'm in a relationship with someone, I, 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 I also want like intimacy. I don't want to be always like guarding myself with cynicism and with jokes. Um, and so, you know, my ex-partners, the sometimes I would get this, uh, uh, be like, wow, you're very, you're much more serious, you know, in Excellent. person than I thought, you know. It's, uh, but I have to say that your material is extremely serious, because if you really <laughs> listen to what you yes. say and the way you say it, you go all the way and you come to, you get to places that none of us really know and none of us really understand. And you really break the rules and the definitions of everything that we think we know. And then the other side of it, it gives you freedom because you can fluctuate, you know, between languages, cultures easily. So you can be anywhere in the world and speak to everybody their way in a very easy way, which is a very big bonus because you can yeah. be a great ambassador, you know, to... Um, right. In this. Thank you. So what, what stand up in what way stand-up can or if change perceptions or ideas? Wow, in so many ways. Uh, you know, I've been, I was an activist for so many years before doing comedy. And, you know, every time, like when you work for an agency, for, you know, for a UN agency or when you work for an NGO, so you have to submit reports, right? And you have to measure your impact and you have to make all kinds of, and in comedy, it's very, very, very obvious, you know. You say something, the audience hears it, they laugh. If you do it online, they share it, they watch it, you see the numbers, and people reach out to you. They order, um, you know, they come to shows, they ask for shows. You do videos, there, is, there are more and more, uh, uh, you know, there is more impact from your voice. And, and you know, the 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 amount the amount of people who write to me the amount of you know palestinians and the amount of israelis and the amount of people from the arab world who have written to me and have told me you know wow no I'm, we never thought we can meet a, a you know a jewish woman who speaks arabic not for intelligence purposes not for the security establishment in israel and and that actually makes us laugh and can actually say something relatable so you know uh, sorry let me just shut down my uh, my whatsapp I didn't even hear it we're so absorbed ah, by okay, what you're saying and and so i think that when i made the decision to leave the un and to leave diplomacy and to leave like the straightforward activism i think my main passion and my main kind of fire in my heart was I cannot rely on another agency to conduct my storytelling or my oh. activism in the world. <coughs> I have to do it. I have to hold the mic. I cannot get, you know, comments you from people sitting from your way. Yeah. And I can't get comments from people sitting in Geneva or in Brussels or in New York telling me how to tell our stories. And so when I have the mic and I have all my languages and I have, you know, my presence on stage. And I do not have to contain myself in any box. I'm Jewish, I'm Ashkenazi, I'm Israeli, I grew up with Palestinians, I speak Arabic better than 
<laughs> some people, I, uh, you know, and when you make content and it goes viral as a Jewish comedian in the Arab world, for example, it's, you know, um, uh, there are no words to describe, you know, I did one song that was a satire song about uh, the Abraham Accord and the, uh, the peace, you know, the fact that all Israelis are going Dubai and that we have a piece uh, it, it was exactly one year and the song mocked the fact that we love doing peace with Arabs who are 4,000 miles away and have you know big malls and a, and a lot of money <laughs> and so we like Arabs when they're far away and we like Dubai and the bling bling and and actually to you know our Arab neighbors um, we're, we're not that easily making peace with them and so this this song and this song uh reached so many people um that um um a journalist in uh, vox wrote an article about it and said this is the most efficient satire and criticism um and a joke that has been published about the abraham accord since it was signed the the you know the most wow. out yeah. content so to me, it's better than anything that I can do with my skills. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's amazing. No, I, I can I can see that. Well, I think it's it's a well known notion that satire mm -hmm. can really put people off guard, you know, completely off guard, and put themselves, you know, listening down with you because it's funny, because it doesn't have to be me. It's, but then a minute later, it's oh, it is about me. You yeah. Know what I mean? So this process uh, can really cause to an attitude change. I think you know that many people are embarrassed and they don't feel free to say what they think. So they like hide behind what they present, or something that you say can embarrass them and they don't know how to to behave around it. And many people right. just are phony, you know, and they think they are telling the truth or they're aware, but they present some idea, but basically they don't really believe, they really think about it and to go all the way about it, they don't like it. So yeah. then you find so then you deal with reality in a very different way. And you come and you say, I see you, I see you, I see you, and I see you. And you tell it in the way that they say, and they don't understand even how much they don't see, because what you yes. show them is a very different yeah. story. So how the reactions are what how they differ between the, your Arab audience or the Jewish audience? Wow. Um not much difference really? i think it's just a di it, there's a different dynamic um, if it's a mixed audience then sometimes i would start speaking in arabic and the jews are like oh wow well, we don't understand what she's saying and the arabs are laughing and the jews are not laughing and then i translate to the jews the joke and it's not really the translation so the arabs are laughing at the trans so i have a whole dynamic that i do with the mixed audiences on purpose I think when it's only a Jewish audience, I mean, depends who the audience is. Um, sometimes I'm maybe a little bit more guarded, depend, depends where I am, because I don't know if everyone agree with me politically. So I'm like maybe a bit more gentle, gentle yeah. there until we warm up. 
and in front of uh, Palestinian and Arab audiences, it's always very, very warm and loving, and I always get a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of love, and a lot of like who are, you know if they don't know me from before, they're like who are you? What right. is going on? What right. you know? So it's right. But Jews and Arabs laugh from the same jokes. It's oh, everybody wow. can find themselves in her material. Everybody. So it's very <laughs> weird because if everybody can find themselves in her material, so what does it mean about us? Um, you have something that most people don't have. It's really uh, you can see the nuances of each culture. You know the uh, the Palestinians, the Jewish. You you know the inside and the real nuances. She's of not the... only borrowing the language. She knows yes, of course. That's what I'm saying. Behind yeah. It. yeah. So you you can tap into all the even outstanding or weird even you know behavior, which we all have. Um, yeah. And I'm sorry to use it. I don't have a better language. Also, each culture fuck ups. I mean. Yeah. In the way that we are, you know, uh, fucked up, <laughs> or, or they are fucked. And then you know this is something that most most stand up is, but not only. But I have to say, Noam, you're wise and gutsy, and your vision, your the way you look at the picture, you see the big pictures and the big picture and the details, and you know how to play the whole thing. Um, you need to grow up the way you grow up uh, in order to really uh, feel this humongous territory that you travel. But you're very gutsy and very wise. We need to go. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> we need to go. Oh, I just started. Oh, we'll oh my bring, God. We'll bring Noam again. Noam, thank you so Noam. much. Yeah. Thank you. I I'll love you. Soon. Thank you, Tilly. Bye, Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody. Yeah.